Open mark with me, Aaron Thomas. Hello, beautiful specimen, and welcome or welcome back to Leave a Mark, the podcast which aims to be a space for you and I to share our grievances, to talk about trivial problems or big problems that are affecting us all, a platform to look at old stories with new perspectives, or to share new stories from people we haven't heard from before. Today I'm going to be talking about feminism and why it's so important in this day and age. Shout out to those people who think everybody is living an equal life with equal privileges. You are very, very mistaken. Feminism and equality is open for a large conversation on a variety of topics, such as the sexualization of women and many minorities, laws and systems that have been pitted against women, a history of male violence through art, stories, mythology, and trigger warning that will include issues of rape culture and sexual assault, and just some harsh topics that really are affecting women through many, many, many centuries, and breaking down some societal constructs and expectations we have for women and genders. And it's so important to have open conversations on any tips that you have on how we could educate men. If you hear my dog barking or my family shouting, it's a chaotic household. But yeah, it's important to have open, frank, honest conversations on anything that could be done to stop male violence and sexism across the world. I'll credit any people, articles, podcasts, videos that I watched and listened to and read over this time and to put a bit of stuff together and uh, there's some amazing people out there with amazing voices writing writing important art important fictional stories giving important speeches and reporting on global issues that need to be brought to the forefront of many people's conversations since i've been young i've always kind of recognized that it's not really it wasn't really celebrated to be a feminist or to fight for equal rights of any community it was kind of frowned upon and you were that annoying person who was out there ranting and raving and people sometimes don't really take well to having their present thoughts and ideas and perceptions changed or influenced in any way so i found a lot of people were probably brainwashed including women into not embracing change and to not not speak about the hardships and the legislations that were in place to control women's bodies and ways of thinking. I think it had been drilled into us that majority of people that were out there fighting for rights and trying to influence a new way of thinking were were acting irrational or emotional or just wanted to fight something. When in a reality we're living in a society that has always overlooked minorities and has overlooked women on our movie screens, in our music charts, through our government and through our history books. We've not seen the diverse representation that is needed for us all to be heard, for us all to be living a life that we feel has purpose. Just kind of goes through how women have been eradicated. What the word? Nearly erased from our history books and like surely from day one when there has been male philosophers and artists and poets women haven't been standing by their side the whole time just like the but we don't get to hear from them we haven't normally got to hear from them and when we do it's marginalized it's in the book of women poets it's in the book of women artists 
so on so on the history books need to be rewritten in a way that has everything compiled together women were a part of history people of color were a part of history gay people have been a part of history when you deny that certain communities exist you're portraying a very narrow-minded view that the white that the rich white dudes went out and did everything that's not a message that we want to be sending to kids and to future generations that we didn't get enough diverse stories in our history books and in our lessons women weren't included as equals and there was no representation of other communities not in Ireland anyway there was no real black history month or anything like that there was no learning about the history of slavery or or amazing figures like Harriet Tubman I'd say I could count on one hand the people of colour that were in our history books, which is so disappointing. That's such a narrow-minded way. That's such a selected view of history, of the things that you want to portray and you want to educate a nation on. I think we just need a revamp of a lot of systems, of a lot of sex education systems, mental health education, and basic historical education too. So in religion, originally, there was a basis of women being valued and respected and many scriptures of how important and maybe graceful women are have been flipped and used to pin women down and keep women in certain boxes i feel probably just looked at as life producers even up to today when the current pope is spewing out about about how selfish it is for people to just have pets, to never procreate. And from a man who is celibate, he is telling us to go out there and fuck like rabbits and have kids. That you're being selfish if you don't and you're not experiencing full human lives if you do not raise a child. In a day and age where women have the right to decide what they want to do in their bodies. In a day and age where we talk openly about how women struggle to conceive sometimes. Just obnoxious. It's thought that the first time a woman had the choice to not conceive. The choice to not be a life producer. Was when they became nuns and they were celibate for their life. But that was only with the vow that you were going to dedicate your life to the Lord. Pinning women down in different ways. I thought it's interesting that slut and scamp used to be two kind of equal words. Two kind of playful words for a boy or girl who were mischievous. Kind of of a lower class but in the basis just a bit mischievous. And then it's funny the double standards that come along into the 20th century when slut was adapted to more of a dark degrading term for women and scamp is just scamp but slut took on the more promiscuous sly undertone again the double standards that there's no equality there so chauvinism which is the kind of phrase that you would kind of interlink with with a misogynist male chauvinism i think i'm saying that right is originally thought to have come from a soldier, a French soldier who was dedicated to Napoleon. And then it was in the United States by people of colour that adopted it to white chauvinists for the people who were supporters of racism and prejudice to any sort of people of colour. And then finally it was coined by women in about the 70s, 
standing up to men and the male chauvinist chauvinism that went on around but before we had that phrase we've always had misogyny it originated from the greek language and is thought to have been a diagnosis for a grumpy old man who hated his wife it, it was then first noted in western culture in the 17th century really blossomed and really blossomed into just the prejudice against women in the 20th century or bald and grumpy and somehow connects it to grumpy old men being the reason for sexual prejudice sexism and the sexual persecution of women by men which is quite interesting that all the breakdowns and where things have originally come from anything to do with sexism sexual persecution has originated from a white old man loosen up bill we still are in a massive epidemic or crisis worldwide male violence is rampant whether it's in the home with a partner or on the street from a stranger whether it's in broad daylight or down a dark alley at night whether you're a nun or a teacher or a sex worker violence still needs to be tackled with harsher sentences in the justice system no matter who you are if you feel that you have a right to take someone's life or to leave a lifelong mark on someone you need to be assessed whether that's locked up for a long long time or receive serious mental health treatment there needs to be services and systems that are actually protecting women and dealing with the real problem we need to educate men more and have everyone on a level playing field men need to be educated more on women's lives and the value of their lives but also things need to be equaled out let men take on domestic chores and and let us just even out all these societal pressures and expectations of what roles go to what people we're doing it we're doing a disservice to our young boys when when we teach them that when we teach them to be masculine and to be hard and to continue on the societal and gender norms that have been portrayed for centuries that that just keep everybody confined in certain boxes masculinity can be a hard small cage this takes a certain level of humanity away from boys and away from the future men that we're raising they feel that they have to keep this brave strong face up all the time and that begins to I think that begins to wear away at their empathy and their ability to connect on a human level to men women and children around them our educational systems societal systems and gender norms still have a long way to go if you're a man woman or child you think feminine and you think feminism is unnecessary in this day and age just think about a few just a few little high-profile crimes or incidents that you've read throughout modern day history and just look at the many ways that women are still being let down by systems and that men are allowed to get away to get away with horrible sexist action and life-threatening or altering actions Savita Halapanava died after she developed sepsis after having a miscarriage she requested an abortion multiple times her and her husband it was denied as at the time it was against the law she was 31 and the rape of a young woman by three members of an Ulster rugby team 
they were all acquitted so the court has declared that they're innocent there's a lot of information i'll link articles below of her of her story of her story i believe matching up with the horrible sexist texts that were found on all the lads phones horrible ways that they degraded the woman and all women in general then in may of 2018 Anastasia, or Anna Creasio, was murdered by two of her peers. She was 14. Then this year, on the 6th of January, Alana Quinn Idris, who was 17, was attacked by two men specifically, who had been let out on 200 euro bail. She suffered lifelong injuries and lifelong mental wounds I'm sure then six days later on an afternoon on an afternoon on the 12th of January Ashling Murphy who was jogging who was jogging along the canal was attacked and killed by a man these situations are so varied but these have all happened in a small country where it is obvious laws legislations and men are pinned against women. Men are benefiting from the systems and legislations that are in place. They're allowing women to die and they're just giving men slaps on the wrist or suspended sentences or whatever. This is portraying a narrative that it's okay that taking a woman's life or inflicting pain and women is okay. You will get away with it somehow. There's so much more to be said on these issues and if you have any articles, books, podcasts people that you could that you could send my way and educate me more on i'd be really grateful we all have to accept that we're learning more and more and and we have to try our best when we can to use what we have utilize our power our voice our privilege to raise awareness and to make change and to lay out safe spaces for us all not much more for me to say and to break down and discuss but this is the start and i can't wait to learn more and to be introduced to amazing feminists and people out there that want to fight for equal rights now you look after yourself and the pe- and the people out there with the best of intentions bye love you all